I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 252 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we take it into the kitchen today. I have an awesome guest for you guys. Chef Jerome Brown is known as the personal chef to the stars. He has been the personal chef for celebrities such as Shaquille O'Neal, Cam Newton, Master P, Nancy Kerrigan, and so many more. Chef Rome will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And if you are a dad like me who loves to cook, Chef Rome has an awesome cookbook out there, and I will include the link in the description of today's podcast so you can pick up a copy. I cook dinner just about every night for my family, and it's something that I do take a lot of pride in. Uh, My kids love my chicken cutlets and my baked ziti, but they do prefer my wife's meatloaf over mine, which is a little bit, uh, i got to pick up my game there a bit. Uh, We eat dinner every night together as a family, and it is definitely one of the best parts of my day. Trying to teach your kids how to cook, however, requires a bit of patience, and it can be a little nerve-wracking as well. My middle son, Logan, is very interested in cooking, and he cooks for us now every once in a while. Sometimes he'll put the food on a dish that hasn't been washed, so we really have to take a second look before we eat it. My daughter really enjoys helping to prepare the food, especially breading the chicken, so it's so cool when we sit down to eat and we could say thank you to her or thank you to my son for helping to make the food. So if you love to cook or you love to eat, I hope you find a little bit of value in today's episode. Tomorrow on the podcast, we have former Green Beret Zach Hughes joining me here. He is a combat veteran who has made a successful transition to the civilian world. And Thursday, NFL Hall of Famer and Heisman Trophy winner Tim Brown is going to be here with me. Tim Brown is a class act all the way around. I hope you guys will tune in for that one. And please, tell every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list about the show that's here, celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Chef Jerome Brown. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the NFL season is now upon us, and the Major League Baseball season is winding down. There is no better time to take your kids to the ball game, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets on SeatGeek.com by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Maybe you want to see a concert or a Broadway show. Save 20 bucks on the tickets on SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. It's a slam-dunk deal, dads. SeatGeek.com, promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. All right, joining me now is a first-class father. He is known as the personal chef to the stars. He has been featured on many TV networks, including the Food Network. In 2016, he was ranked the number eight chef in the world, and his cookbook, Eat Like a Celebrity, won Cookbook of the Year. It is so cool for me to say, Chef Jerome Brown, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Alec, how you doing, man? Hope all is well with you. Yes, every day's cool here. Let's start right like this. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? So I have two. I have two. I don't. I don't even know if I want to call them kids anymore. They're they're adults. They're both in college. My daughter is twenty two, and my son is twenty. Wow. Okay. Very cool. What, what type of uh, sports or activities were they into growing up? So they, you know, they did a little bit of everything. Uh, my son played golf and soccer. My daughter uh, played golf, soccer, as well as cross-country, track, even weightlifting. 
Yeah, they get a little bit of everything. So, all right. Did you did you ever get involved with coaching with the soccer? Or did you enjoy that more from the sideline? We from the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you could, if you could, Jerome, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. So I'm Chef Jerome Brown. They also call me the Chef to the Stars or Chef Rome. Uh, my background is that of being a personal chef to a number of celebrities from athletes, uh, for NBA athletes, entertainers. And um, for years, for years, I was the go-to chef to help those people uh, keep their weight intact and um, and also, you know, get ready for any upcoming movie roles or album photo shoots, you name it. You know, I was that go-to chef who, who would do that. I would give you quality five-star meals made to your specifications and keep you within the bounds of what you're trying to achieve with a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, you've you, you got an incredible guest list there, a celebrity list of, of uh, people that you've been the personal chef for. Uh, let let yeah. me ask you this. When, how did uh, becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? You know, for one, I, you know, I thought about my own childhood and I began to reflect back on, I, I reflect back on um, the things that I liked, didn't like growing up, and, and I kind of, you know, just would watch my kids and, and literally, you know, try to guide them in a way of discovering what their true talents are and then begin to cultivate that from an, from an organic perspective. You know what I mean? Oftentimes, parents will, will try to push their careers or ideas on to their children. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to sit back and really just kind of watch what my kids did and let that be the way that I guide them to, to arrive at where they are. And even yeah, then, it still doesn't always work out. <laughs> yeah, very, very well said. What, what was the um, what was the genesis of you getting involved with the cooking? Is this something you were into uh, in your childhood, or did this come later on? Yeah, no, it, it actually was from my childhood. I started at the age of seven, you know, and I oftentimes tell the story of how, you know, I watched my mom prepare pancakes one morning, and, uh, and I watched everything she did. And the very next morning, I got up and tried to duplicate, at the age of seven, everything I saw her do. And when she got up that morning, I was already in the kitchen, and I had stacks of pancakes all over the kitchen, and she said, just turn down the flame and fly. But for me, that was the crossroad of what it is that I have become today, you know, what the world knows as celebrity chef, Jerome Brown. Yeah, I'll tell you, I have four kids, and when one of my sons was seven years old, he tried to do that. It didn't work out quite too well, so I don't know if there's any, any chef in the works for him. Uh, 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 are your uh, are your kids are they critics of your food? Do they let you know when you, when something's not cooked to their liking or their perfection? No, no. What they are is world class requesters. Dad cooked this. Will you cook that? And make it this way. And can you do it that way? So they they are champions of that and eating and asking for more. <laughs> now, 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 I know, obviously, I mean, reality TV has blown up all over the place, but it has so, done right. so in the cook, cooking world as well here. Have you seen a spike in people who are, like, trying to pursue a chef career as a result of the reality TV? And, and do you watch those chef shows? 
Yeah, I get a chance to watch them every now and then. I mean, oftentimes I'm in the kitchen doing my own thing. And, and you know, of course, I've, I've done the Food Network Extreme Chef, so I've seen it firsthand as well as watching others. You know, I was teasing a friend of mine who was on a couple of nights ago. Uh, you know, she, she you know, was in the show, and we get to watch and we critique each other. And oftentimes, you know, people are really teaching themselves how to be better foodies or better cooks just from watching those shows. So it's all kind of uh, directions that, you know, folk get it from them. They, they get it from all these different cuisines, all these different channels that feature, you know, these shows, including some of the celebrities that have their own show. So it comes from everywhere. Yeah, and, and it's amazing, too, like just, uh, you know, when I want to cook something for my kids, just to have the ability today with the technology that we do to have, like, a YouTube to kind of whip together a meal with, with, with what you have in the house, it's just phenomenal. Uh, do, right. do, you, do you get involved? Do you use any of the technology to help you out along with your cooking stuff, or do you, are you traditional to the cookbook, the recipes, the whole bit? No, I, I mean, I, I, let my, I let my mind uh, decide what I'm going to do. All the time for me, I will go into the grocery store and and come out with a new meal or something that I haven't tried. It's 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 the way to to put it together in your mind first and then see it, you know, come through its flourishing. And and for me it's always worked that way. And so, um I don't know, I I think it just depends on the individual. Yeah, very cool. What type of advice do you have for a parent out there whose kid is interested in maybe a cooking or culinary career? Which what would be the path for them to go? What type of advice do you have for a parent out there whose kid is interested in maybe a cooking or culinary career? Which what would be the path for them to go? I always tell parents that if your child has shown a gift or talent, whether it's cooking or, or anything else cultivate that. If they have a natural love for it, cultivate it. For me, starting at the age of seven, that was a crossroad. My mother could have ended the whole career before it got started or or she or she did exactly what she should have done, which was, hey, listen, it's smoking here, turn it down, flames too high, but oh by the way, keep cooking. Right? And that and so as a result of that, by the time I was what, twelve Nine, you know, she she only cooked when she had to, you know what I mean, and and so and so for me, it helped me to be able to learn at an early age how to take care of myself, how to feed myself, ultimately, and now feeding you know people all over the world. Yeah, it's been amazing. You know, some of the names Shaquille O'Neal and, and so so many others that you've cooked for. Who was the first kind of like a uh, a celebrity or the first kind of big gig that you got that kind of opened the door for you to, to become this celebrity chef that you've been? Colin Powell. Colin Powell, uh, when I was in the U.S. Army, I, w- I went in as a cook and had the opportunity to cook for him and, and saw him again as a chef working for Walt Disney World. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I said to him, I said, sir, I don't know if you remember me, well, you told me I should get out of the Army and become a chef, and I did. And uh, and so here we are, now I just want Disney World, you know, uh, beating you again, but as a chef. So he was the first one that really, you know, dropped that C 
seed or that plant that idea because I didn't set out to become a chef. I really did. You know, it was it was never on my bucket list of what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to actually become an attorney. Go figure, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. You never life changes on a dime. You never know where it's going to take you. That's what's great about it. Absolutely, you're right. Uh, how about as far as a disciplinarian, uh, Chef? What type of disciplinarian were you as a father with the kids growing up? Uh, I was, you know, I was more of the one that, you know, unfortunately, I honestly felt like I had some really good kids. Uh, they paid a lot of attention to, a lot of attention to what myself and their mom would do, particularly because both of us were in the public eye. Uh, they just kind of watched and monitored. And so for me, I could do a lot more from just giving direction to them and, and explaining why you don't do this or why you do that or this is how you conduct yourself when you're in this situation. You know, I was able to, to really communicate that verbally and, and you know, and get the results that I wanted. I was just fortunate. Yeah, very well said. And and I know today, we, you know, with everything, uh, I know just for myself with four kids, and life always seems to be on the go, we seem to um, neglect a lot of the time the food that we're eating as far as health goes. How important is the nutrition and the meals for the kids as they're growing up here that when we're cooking dinner at night, uh, should we be avoiding these quick uh, microwave-style dinners? Oh, I, I, tell, I tell people all the time that nutrition is, is, is really uh, the, the dictator of how your life is going to turn out. Oftentimes, we do different things as a direct result of nutrition and, and our diet. You know, America has become such a fast-paced microwave society that everybody wants everything right now. But if we think back to the time where we, um, as a family, would come around the dinner table and talk about the, the, the events of the day, talk about, you know, ideas, talk about moments that needed direction or correction. Everything happened in the kitchen, primarily. Most of the time when people come to your house, if you think about it, they go straight to your kitchen. <laughs> and that's where your conversations are happening. And, and, and so I think that if we, if we come back around the table, and 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 really have those moments. I think that from a from a proper eating standpoint, I think a lot of the problems that we have in the world right now, we will we, we could do away with a lot of those things. Conversations just seem to have gone left, you know, or or because of the lack thereof. You know, I think a lot of the problems that we have, we literally can solve them around the dinner table. Yeah, very well said, Chef. And I, I think uh, it's—I I, say it a lot on the podcast here. I just feel like there's been such a an attack or just like a breakdown of the family unit in our country, and, and especially uh, there's a fatherless crisis going on. And it's—I uh, think that if we could just Absolutely. get our family unit strengthened here, like you said, I think most of the problems would start to go away here. And it does. It starts with the conversations, communications, right. and the dinner table is a great place to start. And honesty. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, and you have a uh, a cookbook. You have, uh, I'm, what was the genesis of you coming up with the cookbook there? And uh, what could we expect to see if we if we and where could we purchase a copy? Well, so my first cookbook was Eat Like a Celebrity. So 
Southern Cuisine with a Gourmet Twist. Um, it was the 2014 Cookbook of the Year by the African American Literary Awards show. And, um, and, and my, my current cookbook that I'm about promoting now is called Carolina Soul, The Down-Home Taste of the Carolinas. It's a book that's uh, all about foods that are indigenous to North and South Carolina. You know, we talk about everything from moonshine to great seafood to, to you know, farm the table, you name it. I mean, the Carolinas have everything from the mountains on one side and the coastline on the other. And it's just, you know, two beautiful states. And so I wanted to talk about that. And the books can be purchased online on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, both by Chef Jerome Brown. Yeah, very cool. And I'm going to include a link in the description of this podcast episode. This way my listeners can uh, just tap the link, get over there, and, and start making some good food for their family. Last thing I want Absolutely. to hit you with here. Yeah, last thing I want to hit you with here, Chef, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? <laughs> My advice to those new dads will be, listen, it, they did not come with the owner's manual. Just pay attention. Pay attention and listen. Listen to your child, whether, they, whether it's a, a newborn baby to an adult. Listen, because there is a language that you can hear that only a dad can hear. That's it. Yeah, yeah very, very well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. i got to say, Chef Brown, you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. You got it, Alec. I appreciate you for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I have to give a special thank you once again to Chef Jerome Brown for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, and drop me that DM on Instagram. I always love to read your feedback. I hope that episode made you hungry or maybe make you cook a better dinner tonight. Tomorrow on the podcast, we have former Green Beret Zach Hughes joining me. And then Thursday, we have NFL legend Tim Brown. And, of course, we're going to finish out the week with a Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood here with former Navy SEAL Dan Mulroy. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.